This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by Waterproof Casts. Have you ever tried to take a shower with a non-waterproof cast? Well, I have. Let me tell you, it sucks. On this episode of Half a Star, we have theater artists Candace Hagen and Rory Starkman of Screaming Beaver Productions. And we'll chat a little bit about what they have planned for the 2020 Island Fringe Festival's Pounding the Pavement event. We're also going to discuss what happened to my arms. Let's get to the bottom of that. All of that and more on Half a Star. He's Ben. He's Justin. Take it away, Rob. I don't listen because it's a podcast, but if you feel that you must, here they are then, Ben and Justin, together they are half of a star. Now, I'm excited for this episode because we get to hear the half a star story from Candace and Rory. But that chat was so awesome, we're actually going to split up that whole interview into two episodes. You're getting two for the price of one. This episode that you're about to hear now is mostly us chatting about their half a star experience. And then later in August, we're gonna share a bonus episode where they offer some insight about the island theater scene, as well as some info about some work that they have coming up. Why August? Well, because they're involved in the 2020 Island Fringe Festival's Pounding the Pavement event. Counting the pavement is awesome. So let me set the scene for you. Set it up. Island artists who identify as indigenous, BIPOC, 2S LGBTQ+, and those with a disability come together to tell their own stories from their own perspectives. Nice. Performances are made up of 10 to 20 minute vignettes that explore people's journeys of discovery to having their voices heard, be they personal explorations, activism for equality, all that good stuff and presented as dramatic readings of original poetry and plays, songs, dance, and Justin, also stand-up comedy. Ooh, you know I like my comedy. You know I like I my I know ha-ha. you do. So make sure you get to go and check out this great event coming up this August. You can find more information at islandfringe.com. Or perhaps you can check out The Buzz. The Buzz? The Buzz. We love The Buzz. It's we a monthly periodical. It's going to get you all the news of what's going on in Charlottetown in the cultural sector, all your great lists if you're a list person, all your great pictures if you're a picture person. The Buzz has something for everyone. And the best part about it, Justin, it's ah, free. I love free. I love free. You can go, you grab one if you're stepping into a coffee shop in downtown Charlottetown. Uh, you see it there and you can get the what's up on what's happening on Prince Edward Island. So thank you to the buzz. Now we love it. All right, Ben. Yep. It's new. Oh, you know, I'm doing okay. Just yeah. Hanging out. Visiting my parents. Yeah. Yep. Why are you referring to something specific? No, no, it's uh Oh, uh, I did manage to uh, fracture both of my elbows. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
Um, I will describe that it goes basically from right under my shoulder all the way to my mid palms. So that, that would be the casts on both sides. So my right arm, or my left arm and my right arm. Sorry, I was gesturing with my left arm and I said right arm. And I decided to have a little bit of fun. You know, Justin, me and my fun. I like to have fun. We know you um, love fun. I do. I love fun. And so what I've done is I've got my casts are half red and half blue. And on my right hand, the red is on the lower side and the blue is on the upper side. And on my left hand, the blue is on the lower side and the red is on the upper side because uh, I'm a frivolous kind of uh, good time guy, I guess is what you could say. Well, anyone who sees a guy walking down the street wearing two full arm casts, people know that's, a, that's someone who loves to have a good time. Exactly. And I want to just say before we get any, any further in this, the biggest indignity that I have to suffer on a day-to-day in this particular situation is the fact that because I can no longer tie my own shoes, I am forced to wear Crocs every day. I mean, I sometimes used to wear Crocs. Yeah, I know. It makes me feel like you, and that is an indignity to me. Well, I was going to sign your cast, but uh, I think I'll pass now. Let's take it to our guests, shall we? I would love to. All right, Dustin, let's set the scene. It's 2018. Island Fringe Festival. You and I were doing half a star, but there's another play that's taking the festival by storm. It's called Realizations, and it was written by Candace Hagen and directed by Rory Starkman. This piece is an autobiographical memory play and exposes the politics and negotiation of queer sexual awakening in a culture controlled by heteronormativity. And because of the massive success of this outstanding piece of theater, Candace and Rory remounted this production in 2019 at the Guild Theater in Charlottetown under their new banner, Screaming Beaver Productions. I like that name. Absolutely, it's killer. They've been taking the island theater scene by storm ever since. Coming up at the 2020 Island Fringe Festival's Pounding the Pavement event is their latest project called Blackberries, a theater piece built in collaboration with Raging Bison and is a one-act play that explores the realities Black folks endure from well-intentioned white people. This event will run from August 12th to 14th, and for more information, please visit islandfringe.com. I'm so excited about this. Folks, please be joined by Candace and Rory. Yeah. Uh, do we cheer for ourselves? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> for us. I don't know. Thank you for having us on the show. Yeah. Of course. Welcome. Uh, how's uh, how's quarantine and PEI doing? I, I don't really know. Or lockdown, I guess, or the pandemic. You know what? So. It's four o'clock and this is the first drink, so I think it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> What's on, what's on tap in the Rory Candace household? Well, uh, today we have some Ooh. Upstreet Lime Light Lager and... And uh, the new Rewind series, the Vodka Seltzers, and I'm currently drinking the Raspberry Lemon Zest. Ooh. I've had one of the Lime Sea Salt ones, which that I thought really was good. really good, yeah. Not a sponsor, but hey, we're open to it. Yeah, so, come on Upstreet. Yeah, let's go. I would love some money. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has money right now, Justin. Uh, that's fair enough. No. So, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Justin and I are both huge fans of your works. 
I would say. I guess work collectively, but works specifically plurally as yeah. well. You know, we we started this whole half a star branding at the 2018 Fringe Festival when we did our stupid little show that I I loved doing. But yeah. um, basically everybody in our audience was always talking about this other show that was going on. Yeah, during, this, uh, during, during our show, which they was were, lovely. During, they would um, say, I can't wait till this show's over and I can go get uh, good seats for, uh, for Realizations. Yeah, they were like, oh man, I can't wait till Havistar's over so I can go see Realizations for the fourth time. Amazing. You don't understand how hard it was to get seats in that venue. It was, we were packed every night, so I don't blame those people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Realizations, I, I, were you screaming Beaver at the time or did that come afterwards? It came after. No. Initially, we were... Small Menace, no, nope. nope, Small Town, Queer Menace Productions. Yeah. Okay. But we wanted so that stick the, 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 so that it was stick em up. So it was yeah. S-T-Q-M-P. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. It didn't last long. Didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> it was too long. It was too hard to write. And yeah. the abbreviation, just like stick em up for what? Like, yeah, we definitely <laughs> wanted an angry vaginal representation yes. instead. Ideal, really. Yeah. Nice. Um, Cool. Well, Justin, do you want to uh, switch us over to the business end of things here? Yeah, see? We talked about your business. Now you're here for our business. <laughs> so, uh-huh. we're in the business of half stars. We called this podcast Half a Star because we're celebrating the things that are so bad they don't even warrant a full star rating because we believe bad ideas make great stories. We want to know. Okay. Would you pretty please tell us your half star story? Absolutely. Okay. You want our half a star story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Half a star. Um, our half a star uh, story is not actually about any production that we've done, but. And I oh, think are you telling our half? Okay. That's what we said <laughs> we were going to talk I about. I didn't know what we decided on. We okay, did. We specifically <laughs> said this. Anyway. But I thought it was a five star and a half a star story. They, they anyway. tend to be. Yeah. I'm ready. So. Our Havasar story um, takes place within Realizations, but it wasn't Realizations. It was really our relationship, personally. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. <laughs> I really didn't know this is what was happening. I feel like I'm on an episode of, like, um, Maury or Jerry Springer or something yeah. right now, where Rory's just like, we have Candace backstage to come out and tell a story. <laughs> um, so I, I'm hearing what Rory is saying, but it's it's we did talk about this. <laughs> Perhaps so. I thought we were going to talk about something else. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, can't, talk can't. about our relationship. Yeah, I'm going to. No, so do you know what it's is- A whole new is, podcast now. Yeah. Do you know what like <laughs> the best thing to do when you've been dating someone for like less than a year? I mean, even in like gay time, which is like double what like heterosexual time is. But when you are like gay dating someone for a year, this is still not an advised thing to do. So what you do is you decide that together you're going to write a play about one of your um, complete histories of sexual trauma. That's what you're going to do. You're oh, going to yeah. get together and you're really going to dive in to all of the sexual trauma that your partner has experienced. And it really... Within the first year of your relationship. Yeah. It's like, you just fucking get right in there. And, like uh, on the plane to <laughs> Toronto when I'm going to get my top surgery, which was within the first six months of our relationship. Oh, we hit it hard. Where Candace is like, here's my first draft. 
<laughs> you gotta Ooh. be fucking productive. Get it in there. Like, we, you hold to the extreme. <laughs> In all aspects, <laughs> we're doing great. Happy, happy birthday! Thanks for awesome. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she does. Oh my god! Shout out to Shelly. Really. <laughs> happy anniversary. Here's that the next draft. <laughs> I'm fine with it, but it can be fun. So it would be it would be funny because well, not funny. No, it was funny. I'm I'm staying with funny. So initially, like before Rory and I like even started dating at all, um, I had sent them a message because I knew them through an ex because queer dating and PEI. Um, they had been friends with an ex of mine and I'm like, hey, I know that you're involved with theater. Here's a short story that I wrote. Do you think that I can make it into a play? And Rory's like, yeah, sure. Just write a script. And I was like, how? <laughs> like, I've heard Rory say that super before. Super supportive. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Rory's like, yeah, what the fuck? Just like yeah. go write a script. Stop sure, bugging yeah, me. Yeah, write a script. Well, because I was like, because Candace was like, I didn't know her that well at the time. She oh. sends me this short story that is like really beautiful, really poetic. Like it's about trauma and abuse, but when something is written versus when you watch something mm. like and a script. So, you know, I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. The imagery, I can see it. I wanted to stage it at city cinema and do something really cool. Multimedia. I had a lot of ideas right away. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. Write a script. I'll edit that. And Candace was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, is there a workshop? Like, do I take a course? Like <laughs> I write fucking poetry. What do you mean? Just write a script, but it's actually, it's not that hard. I'm sorry to people that <laughs> But uh, you just do it. <laughs> you just, you just Google how to write a play. Yeah. <laughs> Although that. I will admit that first draft that handed that it wasn't that good. Candace handed me was um very. It was just all monologuing. Mm. It was like these huge chunks of text from this one character, yeah. and then like this other person who would have like one line, yeah. and then a huge chunk of text for this other person. I'm like, I don't know if. That's exact. Like maybe, maybe we need more conversation, more yeah. dialogue. But like, I think when you write something personal for the first time, you you do you want to get the messages out, but you also don't want to put your whole raw emotions into it. Yep. So it was it was funny. Yeah. So initially, like the first draft was just basically like me using poetic prose to try to write a fucking script which i think could actually work in some cases it did not work in this case um <laughs> because the challenging part was like going back into like literal memories and be like oh well this is what was said and this is how it was said and i didn't want to have to do that so it did take some coaxing and it was funny because rory was both director and my partner so i would have this like so at 6 p.m i'm trying to write rory's coming up behind me like touching my shoulder being like like love, like however long it takes, it's okay. Like I know it's such a hard process for you. I'm here for you. I love you. Like fast forward to 8 p.m. and then director Rory's like, so maybe you could just like fucking write like maybe a page. Can I didn't just say fucking write maybe a page. I just said we have deadlines that need to be met. <laughs> and then it'll be maybe just try and do a page tonight. It's too hard to have deadlines page. when you're writing about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
doesn't need deadlines, but we definitely had very strict deadlines. And we had I need one it. page of trauma, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on my desk by like 7.30, 8 oh, For me to uh, emotionlessly edit the crap out of, please. Okay. <laughs> like for me to completely dissociate and pretend this isn't about you. Yeah. If you, if you could keep your, keep your trauma under 1,200 words, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I sound so good right now. <laughs> like, everybody come work with me. <laughs> they were incredibly supportive and it would have never happened without them. And I think one of the things that I loved about working with Rory is that I got to realize what an incredible director they are. Um, I kind so of- I blow smoke up my ass. Well, <laughs> oh, I was gonna make an inappropriate joke. Um, <laughs> So, oh my. <laughs> I, this was like my first foray into theater and I fucking loved it and I definitely got bit by the bug if that's a thing. It definitely um, happens. Yeah, It definitely happens. Um, and I kind of took on a role of like assistant director like with Rory and I, I loved it but Rory would either be at work or doing things they're like hey like can you start rehearsals and I'll be there when I can. I'd be like absolutely. And then I get to a point where I'm looking at what's happening in front of me. And I'm like, I don't like it. It's not working. I know it's not working, but I don't know what to say to actually make it feel like it's complete, like it's a complete scene. So then Rory walks in with like, I just had an epiphany in the two blocks it took me to get here. Ready? This is what's going to happen. And they would say it. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, that's exactly how it was meant to be. It's perfect. It's incredible. And it's just, they just have such like a natural way of understanding how things should happen on stage. And it was just so incredible to watch them kind of be in an environment where they just excel at so incredibly. Uh, I don't know what to do with all that. <laughs> it's a really nice just thing say to say. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. The boys are teaching me how to take compliments. Well, the boys know how to do anything, it's take compliments. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's not true. It took Ben a long time. <laughs> Boys as a general, it's not a specific. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I thank you. I appreciate. It's that. a really lovely thing to say, though. It's just like, oh, I'm I'm happy I get to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that is very lovely. Um, but yeah, no. Then that was like the first process. I feel like our half a story, our half a star story, mm -hmm. comes in the fact that within the next year, we thought. Let's remount it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where things got really rough because then it became one of those things where me as an, so I don't like doing things twice actually, unless mm. they're done quite different the second time. Um, and especially if we were doing it only just one year ahead and you know, now we had a more professional space. We were at the guild. We weren't in the Charlottetown yoga studio. It wasn't, just by donation, we had a lot more to think about. So we had to bring more people onto the team. Um, I wanted a lot more movement aspects. I wanted a lot more um, creative vision with, re with regard to the boxes. But for Candice, because, you know, this is a, a real life story for her, we had we, a lot of creative and life like head mashing on ideas because I was like we should do it like this and Candace was like how could you think of my experiences as so flowy and dancey and this and that and I'm like because art I don't know like um and so it was a bit of a struggle to do it again and to do it so soon and I think if we were to go back, we probably wouldn't have done it again so no, soon. No, absolutely not. I don't know. And that was me. I thought that was a good idea. Oh, it was okay. all me. I was like, hey, I'm going to apply for an arts grant. Let's do it again. Because I don't, I think initially, 
I don't remember if initially wanted to do Salty, but Salty wouldn't have been ready in time. So I'm like, well, well, let's just dream out realizations in a professional setting. Wouldn't that be cool? It wasn't cool. It was really hard. <laughs> I didn't well, really want to do it, but it was one of those situations where I was like, I, I don't know how to say no to this because yes, it was an important show, but also it took so much out of us. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think we had recovered from how much it took out yeah. of us when we started doing it again. So right. Realizations is on the shelf for a while. Oh, wow. And like, I mean, Salty came out of also that discussion too, where I was like, we need to do things that are not personally connected to either of us. Because yeah. that's hard, it's a lot. Rory and Candace, just one last question. Would you sign Ben's cast? I still got lots of room. Turns out I'm not that popular. I mean, you don't even have to write your full name if you don't want. You could just say, have a great summer. But I feel like that might be a, a bit of a foregone conclusion at this point. What a long, strange trip it's been, maybe, for the pun? I think they hung up. Yeah. Well, I know where they live, so I can figure that out. That... Sounds like a threat, Ben. <laughs> this has been another awesome episode of Half a Star. Thank you so much for listening. He's Ben. He's Justin. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Don't go to the park. Black Lives Matter. Daryl. <laughs>